The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. That very day, the first day of the week, Two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty indeed in word before God, and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory. Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. 
Four dreaded words. Just four words we priests hate to hear. Out in public, at social gatherings, meeting people for the first time, the phrase, no priest likes. Only four words. Inevitably, every priest cringes when he hears it. Those four dreaded words. I was raised Catholic. I was raised Catholic. Translation, I used to be Catholic, or more accurately, I am supposed to be Catholic, but I don't practice my faith. When I got older, I wised up. The Catholic Church just doesn't cut it for me. Religion doesn't always stick. People switch religions. Some people just dump religious practice altogether. Even the most devout can suddenly vanish from the pews. Nothing new. For centuries, Christians have moved from one denomination to another. Former Vice President Mike Pence makes glowing remarks about his Catholic upbringing, but then goes on about how he found Jesus somewhere else. He never explains why Jesus would have left the church that he founded. Some Christians embrace non-Christian beliefs. Tom Cruise is a baptized Catholic. He briefly attended a uh, Franciscan seminary in Cincinnati. But now he is famous for his involvement in Scientology. A recent research study shows that religion switching is common in America. In fact, the study shows that no other major faith has had greater net losses over the past few decades than the Catholic Church. Hence the old, I was raised Catholic statement. Yet on the other hand, the same study shows that the Catholic Church continues to attract converts at a steady rate. Thousands of adults become Catholic this Easter. Here at St. Luke, we welcomed a record number of 30 new Catholics. Most of them left some other religious practice to embrace Catholicism. Religion switching is nothing new. In today's gospel, those two disciples on the way to Emmaus were looking to change. They were walking away from Jerusalem, away from Jesus. Even though they heard rumors about a resurrection, they didn't stick around. Followers of the risen Lord have always floated from one place to the other. Not actually knowing the Lord is usually the reason. When you fail to understand who Christ really is, you can drift away. When you have no clear understanding of Christ or his church, you get confused. Archbishop Fulton Sheen used to say, there's not a hundred people in the world 
who hate the Catholic Church. But there are millions, however, who hate what they wrongly believe to be the Catholic Church. Our Lord had an agenda. And while Christ certainly loved everybody, he also called people to be accountable. But when one really understands his plan, his love, his understanding, his compassion, he is irresistible. The two disciples on the way to Emmaus were not among the chosen twelve. There is no apostle named Cleopas. Apostles are one sent. They were the leaders. The disciples were the followers. They listened to the Lord's words. They followed him around. They knew the things about Jesus, but they didn't seem to really know Jesus, nor did they quite get the picture. And in the end, they seemed unaware of his agenda. Cleopas and his buddy were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. Yes, Christ came to redeem Israel, but not the way they had in mind. They wanted political redemption, freedom from their Roman rulers. So to them, our Lord was one big disappointment. The Savior they had created in their minds was not the real Savior. If you do not know the real Lord Jesus, then you look for him elsewhere. We must come to understand Christ. Only after coming to appreciate his plan can we decide to stay. If one experiences the real presence of Christ in word and sacrament, one can get the strength to stick with him. There is no Christ without the cross. The two cannot be separated. That's why the two disciples hit the road out of Jerusalem to Emmaus. The crucifixion was too much for them. They just didn't get it. And that's why the I was raised Catholic crowd hits the road. The Catholic Church tells them something they don't want to hear. The Church asks them to do something they don't want to do. They encounter some strange priest or religious who does not measure up. So it's time to move on. Around here, megachurch ministers draw people in by the thousands. A while back, the well-known megachurch preacher, Joel Osteen, was interviewed on Larry King Live. Larry King asked him about hot-button issues, abortion, divorce, immigration, same-sex marriage. Joel Osteen replied, Oh, I just don't go there. I just never talk about it. Such preaching attracts people by the boatload. But studies show they don't stay. The two depressed disciples on the way to Emmaus returned to their faith once they met Jesus in word and in sacrament. He explained the scriptures to them. They recognized him in the breaking of bread. When we personally encounter the real Jesus in word and sacrament, then we can have what it takes to remain faithful. Those four dreaded words, I was raised Catholic. We priests don't like to hear them. And when we do, we feel discouraged. Yet ever since the original Easter Sunday afternoon, disciples of the Lord have been walking away from him and his church. 
The reason is usually the same. They did not actually know Jesus or his church to begin with. They were looking for what they wanted, not what Christ came to give. Yet once we meet the risen Lord in word and sacrament, we can get to know who he really is, what he is about. We adopt his agenda, not ours. Raised Catholic means nothing. The one raised from the dead means everything. Once we really know the Christ who was raised from the dead, we will never walk away. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, true God from God, God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through whom all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified and died from the Spirit, he suffered death and was buried. He rose again from the dead, in accordance with the Scriptures, he ascended into heaven, and he is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to just the living and the dead, and his kingdom will come and I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the God of God, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, and has spoken to the fathers, I believe in the Holy One, the Catholic and Apostolic Church, I confess my for the forgiveness of sins. The wisdom of the scriptures reveals God's plan for us. As we journey with Christ, let us pray that his path of life may become clearer each day. That the church may continue to be a standard bearer, boldly acclaiming in worship and love Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For leaders of state and country suffering from war and division, especially Ukraine, that they may be given the fortitude to work tirelessly for peace and stability for their people, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are suffering today, physically, mentally, or spiritually, that they find hope and grace in the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For those in our faith community who are discerning a vocation to the priesthood or religious life, and for Jack Wright and Jose Neri as they prepare for their ordination to priesthood, that they may be assured of our support and prayers, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. 
for Leonardo, too, and his family as he begins a new life in Christ this weekend through baptism. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the soul of Joanne Vormore, mother of parishioner Barbara Greider, we pray to the Lord. We pray for all those who have died, all the deceased members of our own family, all the deceased of St. Luke, and for Lily Grace Lippard, whom we especially remember at this Mass. We pray to the Lord. God our Father, our hearts burn within us as we listen to your only begotten Son. Accept the prayers of pilgrims on his path of life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 